Let's change the way we do things. How and when we sell those caps. We may have to. Crew, y'all know the rest. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up. I'm your host and producer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. A big thanks and the tip of the hat goes out to our partners, the American Cemental Association, the IGS Feeder Profit Calculator, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV, The Cowboy Channel, Wrangler, K Rose Company, and Cattleman U. Today's Cow Country News is brought to us by Wrangler. Wrangler, it's the official shirt and jean endorsed by the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association. Cow Country News, you know, the cow stuff. Our top news story heard many locations. JBS USA, the world's largest meat supplier, has confirmed that it was the target of an organized cyber attack, a cybersecurity attack. The company says its operations in North America and Australia have been impacted and some transactions, excuse me, with customers and suppliers may be delayed. It is unknown at the time of how the consumer supply chain will be affected. But here's the deal is that fundamentally a cyber attack doesn't have anything fundamentally to do with the cattle business. But yes, it's obviously going to affect the cattle business. In a statement, JBS said earlier that servers supporting its North American and Australian IT systems were the target of a cyber attack. The company says their backup servers were not affected and they are not aware of any evidence that customer, supplier, or employee data was compromised or misused because of the attack. JBS says it took immediate action and suspended all affected systems and notified authorities. The company also activated the company's global network of IT professionals and third-party experts are also involved to resolve the situation. And as I mentioned, fundamentally are these things that cause the cattle business, our markets, to go one direction or the other? No, but obviously this is going to cause the markets to go one direction or another. Now in other news, talking more on the weather, some places patiently waiting to dry out, others are praying for rain. Just recently, the USDA reported only 25% of pastures and ranges were in good to excellent condition in the United States. May was the worst start for pastures and rangelands in the last 30 years. The southwest, California to the Texas border, is bearing the blunt of the drought. Large swaths of the northern plains are in, are, excuse me, in some state of drought as well. Lack of feed resources and slow-growing pastures have left many producers in North Dakota looking to neighboring states for ways to feed their critters. With high commodity prices and long freighting costs, the dollar signs can quickly and obviously add up. And now wrapping it up with Cattle Facts, they hosted a trend webinar and they reported record high beef exports in the month of March. That's up 32.9 million pounds year over year. Troy Bockelman is an analyst with Cattle Facts. He said that growth was driven primarily by China. Exports to Canada and Mexico, he said, are down slightly as both of those countries produce more beef domestically. Australia, in the face of another devastating drought, is seeing greatly reduced slaughter numbers and their exports to Japan are down, allowing U.S. beef to fill that need. Slaughter capacity, he said, is 
slowed by COVID distancing changes, absenteeism, and some worker shortages. Recently, 535,000 head per week on a Fed slaughter pace is what was calculated is what will be needed through June to maintain leverage of working through the front end supply. And that is a look at your Cal Country News. Our Way I'm Up Sale Barn Report is brought to you by Downtown Threads Oklahoma. By the way, head to our website since Downtown Threads Oklahoma takes care of our swag. We've made lots of changes to it, ranchitupshow.com. That's where you're going to go to start shopping for the swag that we are putting on there as we speak. Thanks, everyone, for being patient, and thank you, everyone, for firing us messages and saying we are wanting and looking forward to some Ranch It Up swag and gear. Boom. Heading to Iowa. This is a recap from May 16th through the 22nd. This is what's important. This is going through feeder cattle and slaughter cattle. So I've got a lot of numbers to go through here. Okay, y'all, we're heading to Iowa. On the feeder side, here's the numbers. Recap May 16th, a couple weeks ago, to May 22nd. On the feeder steer side, four to four and a half weights at $1.60 to $1.97. Four fifty one to five weights at $1.69 to $1.88. Five to five forty-eight weights at a dollar sixty-four to a dollar eighty-six and a half. Five to six weights at a dollar fifty-five to a dollar eighty-three and a half. Six to six and a half weights at a dollar fifty-two to a dollar seventy-five seventy-five. Six and a half to seven weight steers in Iowa at a dollar forty-four to a dollar sixty-two. Seven to seven and a half weights at a dollar thirty-eight to a dollar fifty-four. Seven and a half to eight weight steers at a dollar thirty-two and a half to a dollar forty-five. Eight to eight and a half weight steers at a dollar twenty-three to a dollar forty-three, and then eight and a half to nine weight steers at a dollar twenty to a dollar forty. On the heifer side, four and a half to five weight heifers a dollar forty-two to a dollar fifty-nine. Five to five and a half weights at a dollar thirty-seven and a half to a dollar fifty-eight. Five and a half to five ninety-five weights at a dollar twenty-nine to a dollar fifty. Six to six forty-five weights at a dollar twenty-seven to a dollar forty-four. Six fifty-four to six ninety-one weights exactly at a dollar twenty-seven to a dollar forty. Seven to seven and a half weights at a dollar twenty to a dollar thirty-eight seventy-five. Seven sixty weights to seven ninety weights at a dollar seventeen to a dollar thirty-five. And then on the heifer side, eight oh three to eight thirty-eight weights exactly. At a dollar twenty to a dollar thirty-three fifty. Again, recapping Iowa from May sixteenth, the week from May sixteenth to May twenty-second. Here's the slaughter prices for y'all on the steer side at eleven forty-five to sixteen ninety weight steers slaughter steers at a dollar eleven to a dollar twenty-six and a quarter on the heifer side. These are choice twos, threes, and fours. By the way, on the heifer side. 1130 to 1529 weight heifers at 114 and a quarter to a dollar 26 and a half. Okay. And now the way up cows and bulls always got to go through them as well. The way up cows at 44 all the way up to 97. And then the way up bulls recapping Iowa at 75 to a dollar seven. Do not change that dial crew. Do not go anywhere. Coming up a little later on in the show, we're going to be going through hair prices 
bred female prices in those areas that have had to start liquidating because of the lack of moisture, as we talked just a little bit ago. Now from rodeos to cattle sales to conventions all across the land crew, it's the Tigger Tour 21, proudly sponsored by Medora Boot and Western Wear. We're coming to see you in just a few weeks here, crew. Now, rodeos is what's happening for us the next few weeks, and then before you know it, we're going to be looking at Cowboy Christmas and our 4th of July run. Now, we do have open dates going into the summer months and into the fall. I will tell you all that the fall is booking up very fast for us. Now, if you're curious about bringing Beck and I into your event, speaking at your event, entertaining, doing any of that stuff, just give us a shout. We'd be more than happy to visit with y'all. Now, up next, changes. I think they need to happen in so many different ways. Ranch it up. We'll come back after these awesome messages. Watch RFD-TV anytime, anywhere on all your connected devices with RFD-TV now. Simply go to WatchRFDTV.com and sign up for just $9.99 a month or save more and pay just $89.99 for the year. You can begin streaming RFDTV live right away and have access to your favorite shows 24-7 on demand. Go to WatchRFDTV.com, sign up, and start streaming today. Hey, Beck, can you come in here, please? Oh, did you sign us up for Cattleman You? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Are you going to tell them or am I? Cattleman You is an online community of producers, ranchers, beginning farmers, all who want to learn about agriculture, marketing, successful practices, and a lot more. Right from the convenience of your home office, you never have to leave the ranch. I do like conventions sometimes, but can you imagine you traveling like with this guy? We get a few really? miles from the ranch and... I mean, really, am I, am I that bad? <laughs> yes, you are. The trainings and presentations, they're previously recorded by industry experts for the Cattleman U community, so you can watch them anytime, anywhere, and have the freedom to fast forward, to rewind, and pause if you want. Sign up at cattlemanu.com and use promo code RANCHITUP to get special pricing. That's RANCHITUP in all caps and no spaces at cattlemanu.com. So, Tigger, you do have us signed up, right? Yes, dear, we are signed up for Cattleman U. Today's Cattle Battle is brought to us by Cattleman U. Did y'all sign up yet? Just head to cattleman, M-A-N, that's cattlemanu.com. And enter the promo code Ranch It Up in all caps and no spaces to get a discount. Cattlemanu.com. Let's get it on. Cattle Battle. Ranch It Up Show at gmail.com is the email. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. And you can text me at 707 726 2420. Last week, I spoke with Caroline Rose about Cattleman U, which makes all the sense in the world. Today, we have Caroline back on the program, and we're talking one-on-one about the cattle business, where we are today, and what she sees happening. You see, Caroline owns and operates K-Rose Company, where Caroline and her crew, they purchase over 30,000 head of cattle a year, so she knows what she's talking about. They're in the marketing business. They're in the cattle buying business. They're in the promotion business, sale management business, multiple sectors. Caroline, back at it again today. Thanks so much for staying with us. Let everyone hear, in your words, what K-Rose Company is. K-Rose Company is a full-service marketing company that not only does agency work, 
but also we buy feeder cattle and market bred females. And we're really passionate about rural America. We know that if rural America doesn't have businesses, schools, a place for the husband or wife to get a job, the next mm-hmm. generation of farmers and ranchers is not going to come back. So that's what we're passionate about. Now, when you say marketing feeder cattle, are you saying that you will help broker loads, pot loads of calves, or is it that you're in the sale barn and you're actually uh, buying calves? Both. Oh, no I move about Yeah, I move about 30,000 calves in a, the fall with my dad last year. Heck yeah. Um, but we sit in about eight sale barns a week between him, me, and then another guy. And so we buy cattle in the country and then in the sale barn as well. Where is your territory? I, I know it's Montana, but give me an approximate idea of those eight sale barns that you and your dad and then your associate will work out uh, out of. Yeah, so um, we kind of cover anything from Billings up and over to the west side. So um, Billings, we occasionally make it to Chinook. We have Lewistown. We have Great Falls. We have Butte. We have um, Three Forks. We have Missoula. And then we have down into Idaho. Um, we go to those sale barns and then down into Wyoming when we're on a big run. Okay, that is an enormous geographical territory. That's not, not just 30 minutes down the road. No, it's 60,000 miles a year. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so as you and your dad and your partner are buying calves every darn week, just give me kind of an update of what you're seeing, what has been the what has been the scuttlebutt? And and I'm asking that because everybody knows I'm a sale barn rat. I used to be a, a sale barn auctioneer for many years. And it was just, I always said a sale barn was my sanctuary. I think I grew up, I think that that's how it is. You know, when you grow up in a cattle buying family, I did as well. So what has been, what's kind of been the perception of people? What's going on out there? I haven't been in the sale barns for quite some time. Well, so starting this spring, we actually found it really interesting. There was a lot more cattle available that were coming. We had big sales this spring, which is not normal. I mean, big runs, even where our feeders were saying, wow, how did we get so many cattle to the barn today? Um, And so I think some people held off from fall more than normal, and they had a couple really big sales. And so the supply is down right now, which is pretty typical. Um, I know that Montana's really dry and some other places are dry, so we haven't seen that kind of craze in May for yearlings. I don't know if people bought them early or people are waiting to see about moisture level, but we sort of, you know, we get some of these sales where the local guys will come in and buy their yearlings, and we just haven't seen that as much. Of course, we still have, but and then, of course, a lot of guys have started calling already about contracts and what it's going to look like for next year and um, talking about prices and where they should be with their calves. So that conversation has already started. Now, what do we do about this? And this is a very, very tough question, and I know you're going to scratch your head on this because I just danced with the topic of where we are at in terms of processing cattle. That's not a topic, I guess, that we – that a lot of people visit about because it's something that we don't think of so much. In, and when I'm talking about processing cattle, I'm talking about right now we have a tremendous demand, a tremendous demand, which surprised everybody in the midst of when this pandemic garbage was going on, that the demand for beef actually went up. Hence, people are trying to get the supply. However, the processing of those cattle has slowed considerably 
because of the pandemic. And as we heard, what was it, a, a couple weeks ago, that Packers said that they were going to eliminate at least part of their, their Saturday shift. So now we're slowing back down a, uh, a little bit. This creates a, a big bottleneck, of course. How do we get through this? This is going to be a tough thing because, you know, feeders, which is the smallest segment of the cattle industry, they make the most money when they're full, and they're full. So as you say that you were surprised to see an enormous amount of cattle, I shouldn't say an enormous, you were surprised to see a larger number of cattle than before going through your barns. But now we got to find a place to put them. They got to go to feed yards, and then feed yards got to get these things moved through the chain. How do we go about speeding this thing up other than, hey, guys, open it up and hire more people? Yeah, and I think even that solution's really hard. I think right now the employment market is incredibly difficult, and and I don't know what the solution is to that. You know, you see people saying, well, employees need to be paid more. It's nothing about the money. Um, it's not about what they're making. We just can't get enough labor in all industries. So I don't even know if that's the solution. You know, the long-term solution is we have to have more regional um, independent packers, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's it's a I wouldn't say scary is the right word. It's a big industry to step your foot in. That, that's, I mean, a, that's a big pill to swallow, I guess, from our world, to be able to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and you have to come in with some experience. I mean, we're not talking, you know, the local guys who are doing 10 to 15, 20 a week. I mean, we're talking a mid-sized um, independent plant. And, I mean, that's a, you know, that's a two- or three-year project. And so we do have issues. Um, and what what i'm worried about is the quality of cattle right if we get cattle too fat um Mm -hmm. because we can't get them in what's that going to do right or if we see an opening and we got to fill it and the cattle aren't ready what's that going to do i mean are we going to create an inconsistent product and we know that carcasses are getting bigger as we speak and they have slowly gotten bigger but we know that right now and what i mean by right now is immediate of cattle that are being harvested because of the uh, the bottleneck that you and I are talking about, these carcasses are physically bigger. So there adds there there adds all sorts of problems. You know, obviously we have to figure something has got to be figured out on this packer level of uh, that there there has got to be uh, greater profits for those guys that are feeding cattle for us cow calf producers. There's got to be something there. Of course, that's being worked on as we speak, but it's all like you're saying, in the meantime, you know, that's going to take time to work this all out, if it ever will. I hope it will. But in the meantime, figuring out these other strategies has really kind of got everybody scratching their heads. And you're working with, you're in a unique position, Caroline, because you're working with seed stock producers. You're working with, I think you're in a, an incredible position. You're working in the sale barn. So you are a liaison, in a way, between a number of these different segments of the industry. So would you say that this is just a real head scratcher right now where, gosh, uh, and even for me, one of the first times in my life that I can say that I'm speechless, I don't know what the answer is. Yeah. And, you know, and we kind of go full circle. I mean, you know, I run some other cows and then I just was in Colorado looking at the cattle we have on feed. And I agree. I think, you know, we know it's an issue. Um, but we got to start talking about some answers. And mm-hmm. the other thing is we got to start to do some things differently. Guys in the fall that sell during International Shipping Week, 
that's when we're going to have to see a change in quantity because we got to fill some of these holes. We got to get cattle either in the right. lot sooner. We got to get cattle in the lot later. We got to switch and develop cattle that can be run as yearlings. I mean, each operation needs to look at at what they do and tweak it a little. But if no one else sells that week, you might want to sell that week. I mean, if you're the only ones, we got to find a hole to fit these people in so that we have a different supply chain than we've had before. Caroline, thanks so much for coming back on the show. A lot of what we touched on will be covered over the course of Cattleman U. And I might add that we will be having a live event in Bozeman, Montana, July 22nd through the 24th. Going to be having more on that event coming up a little bit later on. And I strongly suggest that y'all take a few moments of your day to review what we're talking about, what's going on. A lot happening with Cattleman U. A lot happening in Bozeman coming up here in the next oh, couple months or so. Hashtag Tigger approved. But in the meantime, up next, stock cow prices. Many producers forced to liquidate destock downsize. What are they selling for? We head to the north. And we've got more coming up right after the break. Everyone asks me, Tigger, where do you get your boots? What do you look for in boots? Well, for me, it's customer service and American-made boots and tack. Medora Boot and Western Wear takes care of everything I need. You can shop online at MedoraBoot.com or follow along Facebook and Instagram. Give Medora Boot and Western Wear a call and tell them Tigger sent you. Medora Boot and Western Wear, making boots great again. Hashtag Tigger approved. Get seen, get noticed. Be part of the Ranch It Up crew with the all-new Ranch It Up gear from Downtown Threads, Oklahoma. Limited edition jackets, pullovers, caps, just to name a few. Head over to our Facebook page to see the latest or mosey on over to the website, ranchitupshow.com. As Tigger says, be part of the crew. Show your Ranch It Up pride and get your gear today. Stay ranchy and ranch it up. Y'all ask for swag, we're bringing swag. You asked for it, you got it. Watch the Cowboy Channel anytime, anywhere with the Cowboy Channel Plus. Live stream the Cowboy Channel or watch your favorite PRCA rodeos on demand. Classic PRCA rodeos added weekly. Get the Cowboy Channel Plus for only $9.99 a month or save 25% by signing up for a full year. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. Crew, as we round out the show, Shaley Stewart getting a much-deserved little break, get a little week off, and as I alluded to here just a few minutes ago during our Weigh Em Up Sale Barn report, I said I wanted to talk about pair prices and bred female prices. We're heading to western North Dakota, and also, as I talked about at the beginning, at the top of the show, actually, in regards to the drought and the lack of moisture, a lot of producers are having to already liquidate their herds. We Talked a little bit about destocking. Well, it's already happening. So I've got a recap of Stockman's Livestock. They actually added another sale to accommodate the number of females, of pairs that are moving across their scales. So this is a recap from the past couple weeks, just to tick over 1,500 head in regards to their pairs and their bred females. Here's what we got. We're going to start with the young 
cow-calf pairs. These are going to be twos and threes all the way up to five and sixes. The pairs coming in at 1,200 to 2050. Moving on to the young stock cows. These are two years old up to six years old. Young stock cows, 900 up to 1400 bucks. Let's talk now about the solid mouth pairs. All right, solid mouth pairs. Western North Dakota, Dickinson, North Dakota's location. Stockman's Livestock Exchange. Last couple weeks, they called them 1235 up to 1650. And then your short term pairs. I know a lot of people have been emailing me on these, calling me, trying to find out more prices. I'm on it, I'm trying to get more for y'all. But as far as this sale goes, or the last couple of weeks in Western North Dakota, they're coming in at 10.50 to 14 and a quarter. And here's where I need y'all's help: is if you would, when you're sitting at the sale barn, or will you hear reports? If you would fire them my direction, some of you are great. You send me Facebook messages. I appreciate that. Emails, texts, however you need to to get the information to me. I will compile that, and I will fire it off to the rest, that is, of the Ranch It Up crew. So appreciate it, crew. I tip my hat to you from one legend to another. Now, before I say fairly well, I need to give a big tip of the hat and a howdy-do to listener Ryan Tubner from Oklahoma. Follows us on Instagram, shares with us stories, sends us pictures of his kids, and and then turns around and, and helps promote us and shares what we are doing. So, I love it, Ryan. Thank you so much for what you're doing. And, of course, another big tip of the hat to you. Thanks for all the help. And that's going to wrap it up for today, crew. A big thank you to Caroline Rose with K-Rose Company for being part of today's show, for coming back again. Our partners, the American Semental Association, the IGS Feeder Profit Calculator, Downtown Threads Oklahoma, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV, The Cowboy Channel, Wrangler, K-Rose Company, and Cattleman U. And now to you, crew. So glad y'all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show, Instagram at Ranch It Up Show. Our email is ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Fire me an email anytime. Call me 24-7 at 707-RANCH20. That is 707-726-2420. You can text me there as well. 707-726-2420. And Head to the new website. We're making changes as we speak. That's where y'all can get swag. We're putting it on there as we speak. Ranchitupshow.com. Spread the good word. Join us again next week. It's always Tigger approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up. <laughs>